Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The big story internationally this week has been, for the most part, the criminal charges laid against Bill Cosby. That's been coming for some time. And what's the likelihood of a conviction? I have some stats, by the way, on the issue of sexual assaults and unwanted sexual attention women receive throughout their lives. And they pertain to this country. We'll get to those shortly. I had the opportunity yesterday to speak with Gloria Allred. She's a lawyer for 27 women accused who are accusing Cosby of having sexually attacked them. She deposed Cosby recently and will do so again. And one of her clients, Judith Huth, is suing Bill Cosby for sexually improperly uh, assaulting her at the Los Angeles Playboy Club when she was only 15 years of age. Have a, we have we broken this down into two parts? My interview, my conversation with famed lawyer Gloria Allred, and 27 of her clients are accusing Bill Cosby of sexual impropriety. Have a listen to this conversation I had with you yesterday. Ms. Allred, how does the criminal charge against Bill Cosby affect the uh, 27 women you represent who are also pursuing Cosby as a sexual predator who assaulted them? And could you leave Judith Huth out of the answer? Because I want to ask you about her next. Well, as to any of my clients who have not filed a lawsuit against Mr. Huff, and that's all but one, uh, it really has been a Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa type of present for them, for many of them, who were very, very happy to see that Mr. Cosby was at last having to face the justice system in the criminal court process and has been charged with a crime and is now going to be uh, defending against the charge and the prosecution. And I'm sure that he will put on a very strong defense because he's got a lot of money, he's got a lot of power, he's got a lot of fame. He hired a firm with 700 attorneys for the civil lawsuits. I'm sure that he's going to have a very a significant defense team for the criminal case. But the, but the point is, many of my clients are happy that there's going to have to be accountability in a court of law. Of course, he is entitled to a fair trial, uh, but so is Andrea Constant. And uh, we'll look forward to what the jury decides. You deposed Bill Cosby in October in the case of Judy Huff, who you're representing in her case against Bill Cosby, in which Miss Huth alleges Bill Cosby assaulted her at the Playboy Mansion when she was 15 years of age. What did the first deposition say to you, and, and what does the second deposition serve? Well, you're correct, Roy, that um, we did take Mr. Cosby's deposition in Miss Huth's case in October of 2015, uh, but the court has ordered a protective order on that deposition, so for that reason we're unable to comment on what Mr. Cosby said in his deposition in this case. But I can say that earlier this month, we did file a motion to compel a second deposition of Mr. Cosby, and our motion was based in part on his refusal to answer certain questions in the October deposition. So that motion that we filed and the other reasons, grounds um, that we cited are, are under seal, and that Motion for a second deposition is scheduled to be heard on February 2nd, and uh, 
We're also scheduled to return to court on February 26th for a status conference, and the issue of the protective order on the depositions may be discussed at that time. You said that it's going to be difficult but not impossible to convict Bill Cosby. You said that to me just a couple of minutes ago. From a legal perspective, what makes it a real challenge? Where's the greatest challenge in, in obtaining a conviction against Bill Cosby? Well, I will say that I think it's very significant that the Montgomery County uh, District Attorney in Pennsylvania felt that the case against Mr. Cosby was strong enough that it could meet the standard of proof in a criminal case, and that standard of proof is beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, But, you know, there is no perfect criminal case to answer your question. There are going to be strengths, there are going to be weaknesses. Um, I think it is important that uh, Ms. Constant did, uh, in fact, uh, speak to law enforcement uh, rather early on. Maybe it was a year, but that's, you know, there's no requirement that she have to speak to them the next day. There is also, and so she did speak to law enforcement. Uh, She did file a civil lawsuit, and that's what led to the deposition of Mr. Cosby, part of which was released as a result of the Associated Press motion in court. It was released in July, and so getting that deposition into evidence of Mr. Cosby, where he admitted under oath uh, providing quaaludes to women, uh, some women, with the intent to have sex, uh, I think that will be significant. Now, of course, in all fairness, I have to point out that when he was asked, well, was that without their knowledge and consent, his attorneys interjected uh, an objection and would not permit him to answer that question, which would have been very key uh, and, of course, could have gotten him into a lot of trouble depending on his answer. But So I think getting that deposition into evidence will be important also if the district attorney is permitted to call other uh, accusers of Mr. Cosby and who have same or similar uh, evidence to offer or, uh, you know, testimony. And um, I, I note that from his press release that he issued on the day uh, that he announced the charges, which was uh, Wednesday, he did urge any member of the public who may have evidence, in other words, may also have a similar circumstance as to what is being alleged in, 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 the, in the criminal case against Mr. Cosby, to contact detectives in uh, Montgomery County and the Cheltenham Police, for example. So they may be getting other calls. They're certainly aware that I have a number of clients who have spoken out publicly and made similar accusations to what is being alleged in um, this criminal case. And um, and I have said that many of my clients have indicated that they will be happy to speak with investigators, uh, cooperate with prosecutors, even testify in this criminal case if, as and when, their testimony is considered relevant and admissible. So as to the weaknesses, I would say uh, that we will see all of the weaknesses that the defense says are weaknesses. Um, and um, I guess I'll let them speak to that. When Bill Cosby filed a defamation countersuit against seven women, is he sending a message to all of the women who may decide or are willing to uh, tell their stories about what happened to them? Is he sending a message to your clients? Well, uh, that's a very interesting question, Roy, because 
You're correct. Well, he did file originally against all seven women in Massachusetts who had filed a defamation case against him and who had spoken out against him. So he, in other words, cross-complained in that same lawsuit against them. But then he also then, not long ago, filed a defamation lawsuit against Beverly Johnson, the supermodel. And she had never filed a lawsuit against him. As a matter of fact, at some point she issued a statement saying she forgave him for what he did. Nonetheless, he still filed a lawsuit against her, which she now will have to hire lawyers to defend. Um, I'm not sure he may have filed one other defamation case against another person um, in another state, I think Pennsylvania, who had filed a lawsuit against him, but I'm not positive. So it's either eight or nine that he's filed against. Is he sending a message was your question? Maybe. It may be that he is sending a message that nobody better speak out now anymore, or they may be forced to defend a defamation lawsuit, which will not be a good experience for them, because even if they would be successful, they're going to have to hire lawyers to do this. And that's not, you know, that's not... Uh, an inexpensive effort. I mean, it could end up being costing hundreds of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and most of the clients don't have those kinds of resources to spend in defending a lawsuit. There's part one of my interview with Gloria Allred, part two after this. I'm on Twitter at The Roy Green Show. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. And RoyGreenShow.com is the uh, webpage where you can listen back to anything that we air, including this interview with Gloria Allred, the famous lawyer in Los Angeles who handles many celebrity cases and who is the lawyer for 27 women accusing Bill Cosby of sexual impropriety. Cosby, of course, facing criminal charges in Pennsylvania. Here's more of my interview that we recorded yesterday with Gloria Allred about the charges against Bill Cosby and about her clients. When a woman settles a civil case against a man in a sexual assault situation, that doesn't preclude, as I understand, a criminal charge being pursued later in the United States. But does a civil settlement somewhat weaken a criminal court case or a court, criminal court charge? Well, in this case, there was a confidential settlement. When I say this case, I mean the case of Andrea Constant right. versus William Cosby, H. Cosby. Um, that civil lawsuit was filed after the district attorney originally declined to prosecute. And then uh, that was settled, the civil case. And it's, uh, you know, it, it, it appears that she received a financial settlement. And then there was confidentiality, which is fairly routine in these situations with confidential settlements with celebrities. I've done many I'd say hundreds with celebrities, confidential settlements, uh, where I represent the victim of the celebrity. And, um, but then now there's a criminal case. It would be against public policy to prevent a uh, person from testifying in a criminal case because they had a confidential settlement. That it's against the law, and that can't be part of any confidential settlement. So she can testify. She will testify. She will need to testify, Andrea Constant. And um, now, un unlike the the, vic the alleged victim in the criminal case, though, uh, Mr. Cosby can invoke his Fifth Amendment privilege against self-incrimination and refuse to testify or decline to testify. He has that right. 
What's interesting to me, though, about all of this is the other day, one of his attorneys who's been doing the public relations on television, Monique Presley, uh, and who lists herself as a principal attorney, um, but in any event, she went on television and said, well, she, you know, Mr. Cosby can't speak because of that confidentiality settlement. But then she went on, I think, last night, and so she kind of complained that she was restricted in what she could say as a result. Um, then she went on television last night and went into detail about, you know, apparently the defense of uh, of the facts or, you know, her version of the facts or Mr. Cosby's version of the facts in the Andre Constant case, which I would have thought, given a confidentiality settlement, which I've not seen because it's not publicly available, but it's logical to think that she couldn't go in and discuss the facts. If he can't discuss the facts, the attorney can't discuss the facts. And yet she went on to do that despite the fact there's a confidential settlement. She's doing the con in the, you know, in the context of the criminal case, but, you know, it just raised a lot of questions in my mind about all of this. So it's all going to be very interesting. There are going to be lots of legal issues and also factual issues that will be discussed. And I, I do think it's going to keep our attention all this year, and if it goes into next year, perhaps then as well, because we don't know when it will go to trial. We know the preliminary hearing for January 14th. That, I don't know if that's going to end up getting continued. If they can't prepare for it in, in that amount of time, they may ask for a continuance. I don't know. So there's... Uh most of part two of my interview with Gloria Allred. We're going to play the very end of it after our break at the half hour. But I want to do something here, and, and that is give you a couple of statistics. And I found these, uh, they're, they're everywhere online. I found these on the Fredericton Sexual Assault Crisis Center is the first thing that popped up. The, uh, the stats are very readily available. 1,397 sexual assaults occur in Canada every day. 1,397. Once every minute, a woman or child in Canada is sexually assaulted. That's forced sexual touching. And a woman is raped, forced to have sexual intercourse, every 17 minutes in this country. 82% of sexual assault victims are women or girls. 56% of female victims are under the age of 18. 44% of female victims are over the age of 18. 39% of women, 39% of women, or two out of five, have been sexually assaulted since the age of 16. So four out of ten women in this country have been sexually assaulted at least once since the age of 16. 24% of Canadian girls under the age of 16 have experienced rape or coercive sex. 51% of Canadian women have been victims of physical or sexual violence since they were 16. And 24% of Canadian women have been forced into sexual activity by threat or being held down or being hurt in some way. Then I looked at some statistics from the United States. One out of every six American women has been the victim of an attempted or completed rape in her lifetime. That's 14.8%. 17.7 million American women have been victims of attempted or complete rape. And nine out of every ten rape victims were female in 2003. That's the year they kept those statistics. Now, my number is one triple eight two two five eight two five five. One triple eight two two five eight two five five. If you're in the Toronto area, four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. 
And I want to do two things here. If you're a woman who has been the victim of unwanted sexual attention and you wish to share what happened in order to tell the stories about what happens, call us at 888 or 416-870-6400. You don't have to give us your real name. You don't have to tell us where you are in this country. And if you have a view on Bill Cosby about whether or not you think he's guilty, and whether or not, some people said to me, look, a, a man who's 78 shouldn't be facing up to 10 years in prison. Really? 